Welcome to Cheap Controls. You're listening to the number one podcast in the nation, maybe the world. My downloads just hit a total of 106. That's up from 97 last week. This is episode 13. So let's see, 13 episodes, 106 downloads, that's like thousands and thousands of listeners. At Cheap Controls, I make videos on things I struggle with, hoping to help you so you don't. In this podcast, I'm going to chat about my latest videos. If there's any YouTube or CheapControls.com submitted questions, I will surely answer them. I had a question about changing a picture on a Nexion from the Arduino. So in other words, the Arduino sends a command and the picture, the image I'm saying behind the picture will change. I thought I had done this, but I looked through all my videos and I hadn't yet. It's like sending a value to a number box. You don't need to escape anything. But instead of sending a value or a VAL, something like n0.val, you'd send the picture ID. So it would be p0.pic equals 1 or 2 or whatever the ID is that you want it to change to. I'm planning on making a short video on this. Since my last podcast, I've published two videos. The first one was on the NextGen Waveform Basics. In this video, I go over some of the basics of the waveform. I don't have any connection to the Arduino for this one. I use a timer and a number box. And I use the timer to increment the value in the number box every, I can't remember now, every half second or so. And then I add that value to the waveform. And that's the command you use. You use add, A-D-D. And then you put the ID of the waveform that you're wanting to use in case you had multiple waveforms. And then the channel, because the waveform can have up to four channels. And then the value itself. In the video, I go over the main options of the waveform. What I found most interesting was the ability to add a value into the add command. So like I said, you use the add, and then you use the waveform ID, the channel, and then the value. In the value, I was able to use the value of the number field, so it was no or n0.value, and then I was able to do some math, plus 20. So when I added the second channel, I was able to just do the plus 20 and you could differentiate the different um, channels on the waveform itself. I just thought that was interesting because sometimes you have to have a variable that you do all the math on and then when the command comes up you just put the, the value from the variable. I plan on continuing the waveform series and getting more and more advanced as I go. For the second video this week I introduced the sine or sin command. Now this one unlike the first one this one only takes place in the Arduino. But I'm going to use this command in the next waveform video. What you can do with this command is you can generate a sine wave. You can take a variable, increment the value, and then apply that to the sin command or the sine command, and then that will generate a nice sine wave form. I thought it'd be a good idea to go over this in a short video because I think the video when I apply this to the waveform is going to be a little longer. This was also the first time I used a serial plotter instead of the serial monitor in a video. I played with it before, but I really didn't have a reason to use it, so it was nice to have a reason to use it. I want to make a note that I have content on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, even though I'm not really that great at the Instagram and Twitter part. My next few videos will continue on with the waveform and how it functions. I'll also plan on doing a video on the Arduino substring function. I use this a lot, and in one of my next videos, I got some good feedback on how I used a spreadsheet to show the values used in the substring command. I also plan on making that video on how to change the picture using the Arduino commands. And in the next couple weeks, I want to start playing with a real-time clock. 
This might happen sooner rather than later. I had someone bring it up in the private Facebook group and I've always kind of wanted to do it. So I'm planning on a non-YouTube project with this also, where I'm gonna connect it up and let it run over time and compare the separate runtime clock to the built-in Nexion one and the built-in Arduino one. I think it'll be fun. For the network monitoring tool and the Cheap Controls website, I'm at the same point with both projects. I'm working on the portion with the network monitoring tool where a user will need to add maybe equipment, SNMP credentials, things like that. And then the administrators will need to be able to activate collection on certain ports that are plugged in and maybe turn off ports that they don't want to monitor. Same thing with the Cheap Controls website. I'm to the point where I'm going to enter things such as code blocks, video data, commands, and that sort of stuff. And since these sections are very similar, I'm going to work on both of these at the same time. It's not coming along as fast as I thought, but I'm enjoying making it. I do have a newsletter, and while you're listening to this, you might want to head on over there and sign up for it. It's on the Cheap Controls website. And that's about it for this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about Cheap Controls, wind will blow backward. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you, and remember... Today is the only day that matters. If you live in the future or you live in the past, your life is a mirage.